I'm Chanae Ogwumike. I'm Lisa Leslie, and we're very excited to tell you about our new podcast with Blue Wire, Front and Center. Lisa and I are breaking down what's going on in our lives, in the world, and keeping it 100. We're also learning from amazing guests as well, like Emmanuel Acho. People that show love to me, I forever got their back. Vivica A. Fox. If the foundation isn't right, then the rest of it's going to go wrong from there. And more. Subscribe to Front and Center today. Welcome to Deadball Brothers, and an intro that's mixing it up on you. As always, this is a weekly podcast about soccer and history with a healthy, healthy dose of stupidity. So much stupid. Drew, I know you were very, very eager to jump in there, but I wanted to get that little tagline out. Oh, no, no, no. I thought that you were going to throw it over to me, but Ah, you clearly weren't. I didn't. And so, you know, it is what it is. We're rolling with it. We are. We are rolling with it. Hey, uh, this is a little different than usual, as you probably have realized by now, Uh, but we wanted to get our sponsors and everything out of the way before we jump back into part two of Let's Talk Jack, our deep dive into Jack Warner's life, which we wanted to come out much sooner than this, (laughs) but uh, a couple of things just happened and fell weird ways this week, and so this is kind of... What it is. So sorry about that. Thanks for sticking with us. And uh, yeah, uh, the podcast this week is sponsored by Bet Online and Indeed. And we are a part of the Blue Wire Podcast Network. And when I say we, I mean me, everybody's most favorite freelance soccer writer, Adam Whitaker Snavely, joined as always by my real life brother. Drew Snavely, about to be a proud owner of a little good girl. Drew is getting a dog. Getting a dog. And we're excited about that. Very excited. We, Me and my wife got a car. Drew and his wife are getting a puppy. Uh, and life is life is pretty decent right now. So, so decent. So decent. <laughs> we like that. Well, anyways, uh, thank you so much for listening again. And you'll hear from us in the present uh, again at the end of the episode. But get ready. Get, get, Yeah. Get, yeah, get lit, get man for this episode that we recorded. Yeah, we're so f- we're flexing our oh, muscles. Oh, just let's roll the music. Holy crap! So he's. Really getting into politics now. Yeah, as anybody knows directly, after you insult England, you should probably run for office in your home country. Well, he does seem to be a pretty uh, outstanding, corrupt member of a governing body for the great sport of soccer. So feels like the next natural step is to be a great, outstanding, corrupt politician. Just a classic move, really. A really, really classic move. Yeah. As Jack Warner's stature continued to grow internationally in the soccer scene, it only made sense that at home, much the same would continue. And Warner, sinking an ever-growing piece of the pie, was elected to the United National National Congress chairman in 2007. Uh, The United National Congress, or the UNC. Go heels or something. (laughs) Tar heels, man. Tar heels, baby. (laughs) I I don't care about college sports really. uh mayor's family cares yeah mayor's well, she, they're from them. chapel hill right? they are from yeah. chapel so, hill so uh for all you tar heels out there this is for you great and for great all job. you blue devils out there suck, suck it. it yeah <laughs> uh, we are brothers <laughs> um 
So yeah, the UNC, the United National Congress, is one of the two major parties in Trinidad and Tobago politics. Okay. There are several parties. There's like four or five, but the two big ones include the UNC. Um, so, he was elected chairman of the United National Congress, 2007. In the subsequent election, Warner was granted a seat in Trinidad and Tobago's parliament. And although the UNC did not win the election, Warner was quite suddenly a politician. Three years later, the People's National Movement, which is the other big one, Uh they held power in the country at the time, and they called for an election and probably lost it (laughs) to the UNC and three other parties that formed a coalition bid for the government. Trinidad and Tobago's government is kind of based on Britain's. Um, Okay. Britain, which makes sense because they gained independence from Britain yep. in the 60s. Yeah. Um, but instead of a House of Lords and a House of Commons that make up the par- parliament, they call it the Senate and House of Representatives. So oh, okay. kind of similar Weird, to the yeah. US. Yeah, yeah. you know. Um, but uh, much like Britain, it's not like set times for elections. It's that deal where like you can call an election anytime if gotcha. you're kind of like in charge or whatever. Yeah. I, I don't know exactly how all of it works. Yeah. But you can, elections are irregular and you can call elections. Yes. Canada also has a similar thing where it's just like, we're calling an election. It's time. I declare an election <laughs> to happen. I declare bankruptcy. <laughs> <laughs> I declare an election. Uh, <laughs> yes. That's basically what the people, the people's national movement did. Okay. Um, and also similar to Britain, you have to have a certain amount of seats to have a to form a government. And sometimes a party doesn't have enough people, and so they form a coalition government with other parties. Gotcha. They strike up deals, yeah. compromises are made. So yeah. that's what the UNC did with like three other parties that were all smaller, and they beat the People's National Movement. Yes. Um. So, yeah, you often see the parties form coalitions. It is, I think. Much more interesting than the U.S. system. Oh, incredibly, incredibly more interesting. Yeah. So, Warner was all a part of that. And when they won big, Warner also won big. Okay. He was named Works and Transport Minister of Trinidad and Tobago. Now, some people raised questions about his ability to perform this government function, considering he was also FIFA Vice President Uh and Special Advisor. (laughs) <laughs> to the Trinidad and Tobago Football Federation. Yes. Which we've already talked about. Yes. <laughs> uh, but those concerns were dismissed by the UNC-led coalition, and Warner was allowed to continue in his government role. What a surprise. All I'm thinking about right now is Peaky Blinders and Thomas Shelby and him like running for, for <laughs> to be a member of parliament. It's like, uh, there's some similarities here. Although Thomas Shelby is like a... A fictional character and probably not um, that related to the story of Jack Warner. He's also way cooler than Jack Warner is. Way cooler. But so s- soccer to Jack Warner is horse racing to Thomas Shelby. Yes. In a, in, a, in a way. In a way. That's correct. Yes. He uses it as a means to exert power and get elsewhere that he wants to be. Exactly. Yeah. Peaky oh, blinders. Beautiful. <laughs> we really landed that analogy. Yeah, we really nice did. Nice job. Hey, hey, way to go, us. Hey, just finding hey. those connections from uh, pop culture to real-life events. Look at us. Who would have thought? Who would have thought? Not, <laughs> Not me. Not me. Oh, my God. <laughs> Warner was named Works and Transport Minister. Eventually, the UNC cleared questions over his availability and 
whether things would be conflicts of interest and all that stuff. And they're like, yeah, he's fine. It's Jack Warner. He's fine. Yeah. Everybody knows Jack Warner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a totally upstanding guy. <laughs> There's definitely nothing that he's doing that's wrong. Ever. Totally not. Totally clean. <laughs> he eventually would progress to the role of national security minister. Oh, gosh. And at one point was even the acting prime minister of Trinidad and Tobago. Wow. He wasn't elected to that position. Uh-huh. I think that he, there was a, there's a couple like gaps just in like elections that he took basically like acting control of yeah. Trinidad and Tobago. And then when the proper like prime minister came into power, he stepped down to his minister position. Yes. Whatever he was doing. Yes. Yes. Um, now, Corrupt soccer politicians or corrupt soccer executives as politicians aren't like a new thing. Okay. As Silvio Berlusconi can attest to. Yes. Someone we will almost certainly be doing an episode on at some <laughs> point, considering all the crazy stuff that that guy did. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but how was Jack Warner as a politician and government servant, you might ask? Well, I will tell you this much. One of his longest-running personal projects was bringing back hanging. What? He wanted to bring back oh, hanging executions? Yeah, oh, he wanted to bring back hanging so bad. What? Yeah. In 2010. What? Whilst, yes, yes, dude. In 2010, while serving as acting prime minister, Jack Warner declared he was bringing back the death penalty. Okay... Hanging had been the law of the land in Trinidad and Tobago all the way up to 1999 when it was still in use as capital punishment, but... What? Yes, yes. Hanging was a thing. I'm telling you the hanging was a thing that they did. Up until 1999? Yes, that was the last time that Trinidad and Tobago hung someone. Wow. Actually, they they, they hanged... I think it's hanged? I can't... I don't think hung is technically a real word. Yes, yes. So it's hanged. They hanged like a gang of people and in 1999. So I was eight years old. Yes. You were four. You were almost yes. in kindergarten. The last time Trinidad and Tobago hanged somebody. So, so close. <laughs> you just missed it, man. Just missed it. Um, so yeah, they were doing that in 1999. That is terrible. Uh-huh. <laughs> and understandably... A bunch of, like, international civil rights places were like, hey, you shouldn't be doing that. Yeah. Even And a bunch of civil rights places are like, hey, you shouldn't have the death penalty at all, but if you do have the death penalty, you definitely shouldn't be hanging people. Yes. Because that's not good. It's, or cool. <laughs> that's, that's not good or cool. That's not chill, bro. So a bunch of international civil rights injunctions and also government shifts had effectively banned the practice. Yes. Even though it was still in the law books as, like, this is the punishment. Yeah. Um, and just the way the way that things happened. Um, Jack <laughs> wanted to bring it back. I He's guess like, so. You know what was a good thing? Hanging. Hanging. Let's do it again. <laughs> Gosh. He so said, terrible. at the time, I am convinced... That were we to reinstitute hangings, which is the law of the land, it will have a dent on crime. I am convinced. It is inconceivable to have 295 convicts on death row awaiting the hangman when, of course, no one is trying to apply the law. The law says death by hangings. And if a person is convicted, 
and has, of course, used all of his measures of relief up to the Privy Council. Why should he stay in the prison anymore? Jack Warner, reliably and consistently a piece of crap. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> that oh, is so terrible. That was his, like, pet project. My second order of business is bringing back the Coliseum. <laughs> and we are going to bring back the gladiators yep. and the lions. Yep. And they're all going to fight to the death. Uh-huh. Yeah. Terrible. Just exactly like that. He actually introduced a bill to resume hangings. What is this dude's deal? The, he just thinks that hanging... hanging. He was like, yeah, hanging. If we hang people, uh, they won't do crimes anymore. That was his, his that, crime reform bill. Yes. That's so That's terrible. how I'm going to stop crime in Trinidad and Tobago. You know what we should do, do again? Hang people. It's so terrible. Yeah. I just really can't think of another word. Also, it... You know, it, it, the whole thing... The whole thing just doesn't make sense considering before when you were hanging people, there were still people being hanged all the time. So if it didn't stop that's what crime I'm si- yeah, back that's what then, I was, then that's why is it going to stop yeah. crime now? There was still crime when you had hanging, so I mean, I don't know. The logic is shaky. Y- yes. The logic is not all the way there. Yeah. We'll, say it, we'll say it that way. Yeah. The polite way. Uh, the bill did not pass. Thank God. Yeah. Yes. Uh, <laughs> like, I was really hoping that you weren't going to say, like, no. yeah, they just did a hanging last week. <laughs> Jack Warner brought it back. He did it. He continued this crusade for another two years. What the heck, man? Going so far in 2012 as to submit a petition called the Fisherman's Cry, which is an interesting name. It was yeah. this whole, like, it was like a little allegory. Which, again, called to resume the death penalty. But after a couple of days of it out, he decided to withdraw it after it became fairly clear that no one in the ruling government would ever sign off on it. Yeah. Actually, the prime minister at the time just said, yeah, I don't think that's a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> this, is, this is just a bad plan. Yeah, not at all. I couldn't find specific corruption claims from his politician days. Uh-huh. I don't know if that is because so much of his corruption stuff was related to soccer, uh-huh. and there's just an avalanche of information about his soccer corruption out there yeah. that any political corruption that might have happened just got buried in yeah. that, and I didn't find it. Or if it's just not widely known or not reported on, I would be willing to bet that he did some corruption. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that he, he moved some funds around. Yes. Knowing the type of person that he is, but I didn't find anything specifically related to him being corrupt as a politician. He was, however, super for the death penalty and wanted people to be hanged. And that's not cool. No, not listener, cool at all. Yeah. If, you're, if you're watching this right now, if you're putting this into your ears, we are anti-hanging on this podcast. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, like, good for Trinidad and Tobago for, like, not having a death penalty since 1999. Yeah. They just quit cold turkey. I don't... Okay. I, 1999 was definitely the last time they hanged somebody. And I don't think they have executed somebody since 1999, but it might just be they haven't hanged somebody since 1999. Gotcha. I don't think they've executed anybody since 1999. Yeah. That is currently my... What I believe to the best of my research. But not awesome. Again, pointing to the fact that Jack Warner is a bad person. Yeah. 
Um, it was about this time, however, between 2010 and 2012, when Jack Warner was big in Trinidad and Tobago politics and doing his old hanging thing. Yeah. All, all that stuff. That Jack Warner's little universe began to unravel. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the podcast brought to you by Indeed. Even though sports had a break, your business didn't. You have to keep moving, and that makes hiring more important than ever. Indeed is here to help. Indeed.com is the number one job site in the world because Indeed gets you the best people fast. Unlike other sites, Indeed gives you full control and payment flexibility over your hiring. You only pay for what you need. You can pause your account at any time, and there are no long-term contracts. Plus, Indeed provides powerful tools to make your search that much easier, like sponsored jobs, which are shown to be three and a half times more likely to result in a hire. With 73% of online job seekers visiting Indeed each month, Indeed is going to get you the important hire you need, just like they have for over 3 million businesses. Right now, Indeed is offering our listeners a free $75 credit to boost your job post, which means more quality candidates will see it fast. Try Indeed out with a free $75 credit at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. This is their best offer available anywhere. Go right now to Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Offer valid through September 30th. Hey, thanks for listening to this week's episode of the podcast, brought to you by Bet Online. The wait is finally over. Football is back. You might not be at a game this year, but you can still be in on the action at Bet Online. Bet Online is going the extra mile to make sure you can get in on every possible chance to win this season. From game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props, Bet Online gives you more options to wager than anywhere else. You can get in on their season opening bonuses today and start off wagering on wins, division, and championship futures all day, every day. Head to Bet Online today and take advantage of all the great sign up bonuses. Don't forget to use promo code BLUEWIRE at betonline.ag. That's BLUEWIRE, all one word. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. simply love to hear that <laughs> jack warner and his little world that he's built for himself is slowly uh, the world that he's built on the backs of others i should say is, the jack warner extended universe <laughs> the, the the jw u the yes because the like jwu the jwu the jwu <laughs> yeah it doesn't it doesn't roll off the tongue like uh mcu no but, Not at all. Nah. <laughs> but but you it's know, cool. It kind of yeah. makes sense. And it's coming to an Ooh, end. It is coming to a screeching halt, my friend. Oh, because he has kind of just gotten away with almost everything. Yeah. Up to this point in the story. And there's already been a lot in the story. I've been trying to think of words to describe this guy. But uh, I think the one that just keeps on popping into my head is like, man, this dude sucks. <laughs> yes. And he, other colorful words of that ilk. He's like the dog poo 
on the bottom of your shoe. It is. Wow. <laughs> so poetic. Look at me go. Nice. You should do more. Do that more often. The listeners need the lyricism of your voice. Oh, man. All right. I'm going to start writing poetry. Sick. I'll send some your way. Yeah. We'll swap notes. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so in 2011. Yeah. Warner was accused both of trying to solicit bribes from the English FA for his vote for the rights to host the 2018 World Cup and also attempting to solicit funds also from England to acquire the rights to broadcast the World Cup in Haiti. Again, this isn't happening very long after Jack Warner has said England hasn't contributed anything to football. (laughs) (laughs) What? The stones on the man. But, like... Why Haiti? Why, um, what interest does he have in Haiti? I, I I mean, just that it's a Caribbean nation. Here's the thing that I also saw in that was that there wasn't any like rights or deal in place to broadcast the World Cup in Haiti. I'm fairly certain, in like from a Haitian station at least. Uh huh. Which is it's Haitian an intentional station. rhyme. <laughs> I didn't realize the Haitian station, the Haitian sensa- sensation. Gotta Sweeping watch out for nation. that. Inflation. Mm. <laughs> We're so good. Look at us go. Yes. I don't think there was an actual deal to broadcast the World Cup in Haiti. And if you're going to watch the World Cup in Haiti, you're probably watching it on satellite TV. Yeah. Um, so it just seems like he was just straight up trying to ask for a bribe that was not, that was, that had no payback yes. for the other <laughs> side whatsoever. And he probably just figured it's in Haiti. They're not going to know. <laughs> This seems like an easy way for me to make a ton more money. Easy money, baby. As Pusha T would say, easy money. (laughs) Shouts out Pusha T. Shouts out Pusha T. Um, Also, in May of of 2011, a meeting of the Caribbean Football Union occurred. And this is a big one. Okay. The meeting was spurred on by Qatari Royal... Mohammed bin Hammam. You might recognize that name. Uh, or you probably have heard that name, even if you don't immediately recognize okay. it. Okay. Now, Mohammed bin Hammam, who is the son of the Emir of Qatar, who is the uh, ruler. Okay. He's, he's the yeah, yeah, yeah. king. It's, it's called the Emir. Yeah. He was the head of Qatar's football federation in addition to a bunch of other sports things that he was doing. <laughs> you, you're you like, oh. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Way I, I just, around there. I'm like racking my, uh, my brain around. Like. We, um, the, the, you know, you know what also might be kind of tripping you up is that Kuwait also had an Amir. And I talked about the Kuwait. National team. I was gonna say this sounds familiar. Qatar, Kuwait. Yeah. Different, different, different countries. Different countries. Different yeah, people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Similar sounding. Yes. Um, yes. So uh, Mohammed bin Hammam was the uh, Qatari representative in FIFA. Actually, was in the FIFA Executive Council. Uh huh. And in 2011, he was running for FIFA president, trying oh. to oppose, oppose Sepp Blatter. Yeah. Now, when you do this. You have to go around to literally everywhere trying to get votes, basically. Yeah. Because the FIFA Council 
that's the whole thing, and people have criticized this before, and it's led to a lot of corruption with several different figures in the past. Uh-huh. Every single country gets one vote. Yes. So a place like Trinidad and Tobago, or even smaller places like Guyana yeah. or Bermuda, the Bahamas, have the same vote as France and Germany and Brazil. But don't all these countries vote in blocks? Like, don't they vote with their confederation? They tend to. Okay. That tends to be a thing. Usually the confederation tries to get the whole voting block kind of together. Yeah. And also this was a big thing because we were just coming off of Qatar's 2022 World Cup bid. Yeah. Which had some interesting voting blocks that didn't necessarily go the way that you thought they were going to go. Uh-huh. Um, so, and people were already, ooh, what is this all about? About that. Yeah. It was a it was a shaky time for people. <laughs> a shaky time. Ben Hamam was campaigning for FIFA president. He was going to address the Caribbean Football Union representatives, of which Jack Warner was one, hoping to get them to vote for him. Bin Hammam was not able to actually attend the meeting, however, which was already scheduled. He was just also going to be there, but then he wasn't able to be there. Yeah. And so, Jack Warner took the lead in organizing the meeting and acting as the go-between. This makes sense. Jack Warner was FIFA vice president. Bin Hammam was on the executive council. They worked together. Yeah. Now, during the meeting, in which all the representatives from the Caribbean Football Union, which is basically a subsect of CONCACAF because I'm pretty sure all of these nations are also in CONCACAF but it's basically the meeting of all the CONCACAF nations that aren't what Canada the United States Mexico Nicaragua Guatemala Costa Rica Panama yeah so everybody that's not Central America or the big North American nations during the meeting Brown paper envelopes were passed out to each representative in attendance. Oh gosh. Which is never like a <laughs> which is never a sign that something very legal is going to I was happen. Say, you know? Nothing to see here. Unmarked brown paper envelopes is never a good sign. Nothing to see if here. If you're wishing to not break the law. Yes. Ever. <laughs> oh, Ever. You see somebody drinking out of brown paper bag on the street, you think to yourself, that person is not following the law. <laughs> If you are in a high-ranking executive meeting for soccer and you get a brown paper bag unmarked pass to you, you think to yourself, this is not a legal thing that I'm is about to Is this laced in. with anthrax? Yes, a little bit, a little bit. <laughs> is this spiritually laced with anthrax? <laughs> These envelopes contained cash. Surprise. <laughs> as much as 40000 U.S. dollars in each Okay. With the expectation, allegedly, that these representatives would subsequently vote for Bin Hammam yes. in the election. Now, this is the important part. Okay. After these envelopes were passed out, Jack Warner addressed the representatives himself. And we know exactly what he said, because unbeknownst to him, someone was taking video of it. Oh, my gosh. Was it like a hidden camera or like? Uh, I guess was somebody just like straight up like there's a camcorder. It set was just, up. it was no it wasn't like an official feed kind gotcha. of thing. It was somebody that was filming it from kind of you don't see Jack Warner that much, but you hear him talk and uh-huh. you you see like kind of cuts to. 
different representatives of different places. Uh-huh. Um, and I don't know if it was like a posterity thing that somebody was just, oh, we, we film all the things and we just stash them away and we don't really release them yeah. or what. But somebody was filming and I don't think Jack Warner knew about it. Gotcha. This is what he said. <laughs> there are some people here who believe they are more pious than thou. <laughs> if you are pious, open a church, friend. But the fact is, our business is our business. You can come into this room here to cuss and disagree and rave and rant. But when we leave here, our business is our business. And that's what solidarity is about. So I'm making the point here, folks, that it was given to you, the money. Yes. Because he said, Ben Hamam, he cannot bring gifts, the silver tray and some silver trinkets and so on. So I said, forget all of that. Put a value on it and give it to the countries. And the gift you get is for you to determine how best you want to use it for development of football in your country. <laughs> Duh. Duh. Whatever you want to spend it on, it is for development. Because I don't want it to appear that he is buying votes. So, if there is anyone here who has a conscience and wishes to send back the money... I am willing to take it and give it back to him at any moment. Or conversely, you think you don't want it, you give it to somebody else who you think is in need. Don't go out and talk about this outside and believe <laughs> that you are pious and you are holy and you are better than anybody else. I hope that is very clear. So a couple things. <laughs> a couple things about this speech. Listen, guys. I'm, I'm a dirty... <laughs> I'm a dirty, dirty, dirty man. And I know that you guys are all dirty, too. <laughs> a little bit. A little bit. Oh, man, the go open a church friend is uh, quite a line. You just, you're just a bunch of pious people. Holier you than thou. You think you're better than me. You're not. <laughs> you're not better than me. I'm just better at being me than you're being at yourself. I also love how he does this whole thing where... He says, it's for development. You can choose on what to spend it for. Spend it on whatever you want. Spend it on whatever. For development. For development. He's not buying votes. He like legitimately says, he's not buying votes. And then the very next thing he says is, don't go out and tell anybody yes. about this. Do not tell Do not anybody. tell anybody about this. <laughs> Which is a totally normal thing to say when you are just doing something that's super legal. Super legal. And following all the rules that yes. are set forth. Yes. That's that's always what I say <laughs> when I am doing anything that is oh. very legal. I say legal thing that we're doing here. Don't tell anybody. Don't tell anybody. If you tell anybody, I will find you. <laughs> oh gosh. So yeah, Jack Warner said all that. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I was like, I said before, this was already a touchy time for FIFA, as over the course of the past several months before this meeting, multiple African FIFA representatives had been banned for bribery and corruption charges, and the Qatari World Cup bid was heavily alleged to involve bribery. Yes. And Seth Blatter himself was under serious corruption charges. All yes. these things were happening. The Qatar thing was still the talk of the town, because everybody basically said... How did this not go to the U.S. or Australia? It's like, how the heck did Qatar get a World Cup? They don't still, even have soccer fields. Still, how the, <laughs> it's still, oh man. 
That's a that's a whole other that's story. That's a whole other thing. Yeah, it's a whole other thing. The the um, humanity. Yep. Mm-hmm. Crimes Against Humanity crisis that's going on right there uh-huh. is uh-huh. unspeakable. Migrant workers and all that. Um, it's, it's very, yeah, yeah, it's a whole can of worms. So all that is happening swirling around FIFA yes. at this time. Yes. That this meeting occurs. And Jack Water, Jack Warner didn't really fare much better than any of those other people mentioned. Okay. In fact, some might say he fared a little bit worse. Yeah. After the meeting, the representatives, specifically from the Bahamas, did not accept the cash. Go you, Bahamas. Go Bahamas, go. man. Ugh. And the, Baham- the Bahamian FA Vice President, Fred Lunn, took photos of it, which he then reported to CONCACAF General Secretary Chuck Blazer, LOL. <laughs> Imagine reporting something bad happening to Chuck Blazer. Hey, look what your mans is doing. (laughs) But he also sent pictures of the cash money to journalists in his home country who subsequently ran stories about it. Yes, they did. And that's how you get stuff done. Yes. So, Blazer made a full investigation into the meeting of the CFU, which he kind of had to do because papers were already running stories about bribes being passed out at the Caribbean Football Union uh-huh. in the tens of thousands of dollars. It should also be of note that so many of the Caribbean FAs are very, very poor. Yeah. Like, they they don't have a ton of money. Yes, yes. And, and it's a big deal if it comes out that the, the president of the FA of Anguilla has gotten a 50 grand bribe. Yeah. That's a big, big deal. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So, Jack Warner tried to get out ahead of all this. He realized the writing was on the wall uh-huh. when the pictures were printed. This is bad. He's like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be an issue. <laughs> so, he resigned from FIFA. Uh huh. And FIFA, at the time, allowed him to resign with the presumption of innocence in the situation. Uh-huh. So basically, they said, get out of our hair, and we won't go after you, more or less. Yeah. And he said, bet. Done. <laughs> he got out of FIFA. He got out of CONCACAF. Uh-huh. He basically said, done. Done with soccer, but I didn't do anything wrong. I'm going back to my academy that I've established. I'm going back to the Jao Hamalan Center of Excellence. I'm going back to my security minister position and uh, living the good life. Yes. Thank you very much. Yes. See you later. Not so fast. The presumption of innocence did not last. That's great. Very long at all, actually. Because two years later, the video of Jack Warner addressing... It took two years. To surface. Wow, Mm -hmm. that's Mm -hmm. crazy. The video of Jack Warner addressing the CFU and making that speech finally went public. It came to the attention of another minister in the TNT government, Uh and the minister straight up just sent it to the authorities. Oh my gosh. No, like no words, no questions asked. Did not say one thing or another about Jack Warner, just sent it to him and was like, you should watch this. this You should watch this. This this should be a thing. Yeah. Uh, And that was a big issue. Yeah. For him in general. Incredibly. The same year, the FIFA Corruption Committee accused Jack Warner of concealing the fact that he was the landowner 
of the Zhao Havalanche Center of Excellence <laughs> and therefore was making all the money for that and basically swindled everybody out of their money yeah. in that deal. Yes. That finally came up. This was almost a decade later. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's a long time yeah. after the fact. Warner was forced to resign now from his government positions as a congressman or a parliament member and as a national national security minister. Never one to miss an opportunity. He quickly started his own political party and ran for parliament again. Oh my gosh. He won his election. What? <laughs> yep. He won, oh he won his election. And so he's now in like a tiny, uh, my own party. Uh-huh. Uh, it's kind of like he, he was the one who had the ball and he, Took it home. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm starting my own thing. Oh my gosh. But you got elected again. Yeah. Because that's what happened with these people. That, that's what happens with just the, the, I mean, we, we know this in our current political climate. Oh yeah. 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 We it's know like, how these people don't get punished and frequently continues to succeed. Yeah. That's just the way that things go. Yeah. The yeah. way of the world. Unfortunately. It really is. It's like, I, I've never ever thought that there wasn't a corrupt politician anywhere <laughs> pretty much very very few politicians i'm like i trust this person implicitly very very few yeah i don't even think i could say that about anybody nope but that's a different the, conversation the current president the person challenging for president either of their vice presidents all most of everybody in their cabinets and everything yeah very, very few people, very few people involved in politics that I would just say, yeah, I can totally trust them. It's sad. Definitely. It is sad. <laughs> it's, it's, when you say it out loud, it's kind of a problem that we should probably address at some point, you know? Yeah. Now, Jack Warner managed to get back into Parliament, but again, this didn't really save him as more and more corruption challenges and, and allegations piled on. He was eventually snared in the 2015 United States lawsuit against several current and former FIFA officials for corruption charges. Shouts out Loretta Lynch. <laughs> Good old US of A, baby. <laughs> I'm not sure exactly which ones they got him on because at this point it's, it's just kind of take your pick. Uh-huh. You know, <laughs> Warner turned himself into Trinidad police, but has subsequently managed to fight off all attempts to extradite him to the United States through a lengthy series of appeals processes. When first asked for comment on the charges against him in the U.S. in 2015, Warner initially replied, You really want me to answer that stupidness? Oh my god. I have no comment to make on that. That is still news? <laughs> this me? I thought it would go away by now. What news is there? This, is, this isn't anything. Oh my gosh. Eventually, he did attempt to defend himself in the 2015 charges with a video he released, citing a report that FIFA had announced a 2015 World Cup in the United States. In the video, he held a printed out copy of this article, claiming that if he and FIFA were so corrupt as to get U.S. charges... How was the U.S. getting the World Cup? Mm. How, are, how are these the good guys? <laughs> the article was from The Onion. Oh, my gosh. 
and he thought it was real. Uh-huh. It was a real life, like it was a real life Twitter retweet. He printed out the article and was ranting about this. Man, oh, the FIFA's given the United States a 2015 World Cup. What? There's just a World Cup the year after World Cup now. That's, totally uh, not the article. <laughs> oh my gosh, that uh, reminds me of one of my college friends who straight up cited a onion article in mm. one of their papers mm-hmm. and it wasn't like um it wasn't a satirical piece like the the my friends yes it the, was like the a, essay. it was a serious essay yeah, uh-huh. you know, and they cited the onion oh it's, boy it's rough yikes <laughs> uh warner also had a brief feud with comedian john oliver Oh, really? <laughs> yes. Yes, this oh, is another man. thing that happened. I love John Oliver so much. After John Oliver detailed many things from the U.S. corruption charges on all of FIFA on Last Week Tonight. Uh-huh. Warner, after this, after that show was released, released another video. <laughs> okay. Calling John Oliver that comedian fool <laughs> and in general disparaging him and saying the things that he said were made up and not real. Oliver subsequently devoted more time to Warner in his very <laughs> next episode, which is very a John Oliver thing to yes, do. Yes, yeah. Like, oh, he's like, you're going to say this? You're getting even more time he's on like, my show next he time. He wants the smoke. He, oh, he does. <laughs> he detailing even more illegal things Warner had allegedly done, including what I believe is the very worst portion of Jack Warner's corruption portfolio. Oh, gosh. So we've got... The Zhao Havalon Center of Excellence. Uh-huh. We've got... Uh, what else What else have we talked about? We've yeah, got... The bribing. Bribing, asking for bribes from England, uh, asking for payments from Scotland. The hanging. Uh, we, the hanging? Yeah. The literal... He wanted to hang people. Yes. He wanted to bring back hanging. I think this is worse than all of those things. Okay. Gosh. So buckle up. Yeah. Because <laughs> we're going on a ride. <laughs> okay. In 2010... You may recall, a 7.0 magnitude earthquake rocked Haiti. Yes. Just west of the Haitian capital, Port-au-Prince. Uh-huh. It was a massive disaster. It was terrible. Yes. Killing anywhere between 100,000 and 200,000 people and causing countless buildings, both residential and commercial, to be either damaged or completely destroyed. Mm-hmm. In 2012, two years after that, Massive relief efforts and billions of dollars in funds had gone into Haiti, but charity institutions estimated around 500,000 Haitians remained homeless as a direct result of the earthquake. It's half a million people. To make matters worse that year, Tropical Storm Isaac raked the southern portion of the island of Hispaniola, which is the island that Haiti and the Dominican Republic share. Uh Uh-huh. And the flooding that occurred as a result of the tropical storm certainly did not help any relief efforts. No. At that point, FIFA pledged money to help continued Haiti relief efforts to the tune of $250,000. And the South Korea FA decided to donate alongside FIFA, doubling their total for a $500,000 donation. Yeah. Which really makes FIFA look kind of dumb. Yeah, it looks it makes them look terrible. <laughs> yeah. The biggest governing body in the of the biggest sport in the world that's just filled with rich people. Yes. And they give 250k and South that's Korea. It's like all they can scrape up. And South Korea is like, "Hey, we want to donate too. We're donating 500k." 500k. Not a big deal. Totally uh, not. So, there was $750,000 that was meant to go to Haiti 
who desperately needed all the money it could actually get. Yeah. Drew, how much money do you think actually got to Haiti? I don't even... I don't even want to know. Zero dollars. All because of Jack Warner? For whatever reason, the money that FIFA and South Korea were donating to Haiti was sent to the Trinidad and Tobago Football Federation. What? With instructions to give it over to Haiti. I have no idea why. Why can't they just give it directly to... I, I don't... I Again, I don't know. Maybe they thought to themselves, you know, Trinidad and Tobago, we have worked with Trinidad and Tobago before because of Jack Warner's vice presidential position, and Haiti is in their region, so we can give it to the... the the country that we've worked closest with and they can distribute the funds as necessary kind wow. of thing. Maybe maybe that's what they were thinking. Yeah. I have no idea why they said we're going to have Trinidad and Tobago be the middleman here. We're going to let Jack Warner get his grimy hands all over this. Well, this was after Jack Warner had already resigned from oh, okay. all the soccer things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, theoretically, Jack Warner isn't getting any of it. Yeah. But here's what happened. Yeah, what happened. That money was put into a Trinidad and Tobago Football Federation bank account. A bank account that only Jack Warner had access to. What the heck, man? U.S. investigators alleged that Warner told the TNT Federation to put the money into that account that only he had control over, and he would subsequently pay it out to Haiti. And then he just took all the money for himself. I don't know how Haiti would believe... I don't know how Trinidad and Tobago... Like, how stupid can you be? At that point, he's still a government minister. In 2012. But still, like, putting it into, like, his own personal account? He's still... he's. I mean, here's the thing. He retired, resigned from soccer, or oh. whatever. But I almost guarantee he was still running the show in Trinidad and Tobago. Because that's, that's what he was doing even as the CONCACAF president and FIFA vice president, as the special advisor. He was still basically... The Trinidad and Tobago players said that he was still basically calling all the shots. That's what was happening. Gosh. And so he told them, put that money in this account and I'll transfer it. And it never got transferred. What a pathetic Mm. excuse for a human being. Yeah. I mean, like... It is... That's shameful. That is worse than shameful. I mean... Yeah. So... Like what you said... That's just probably the worst thing. At base level, we know that we are dealing with a dishonest, power-hungry grifter. We know that about Jack Warner. Mm -hmm. But this this whole issue felt like a kind of new, stunning low to me when I read this. I knew that I was going to have to put this one out of order, but this one kind of deserved the ending of the episode. I feel like it's... For the other stuff that he did, it's mostly just the rich stealing from the rich. Yeah. Even if he's denying his own countrymen, which are definitely not the richest people in the world. Yeah. He is rich, and he's just getting more money from mostly other rich football federations and such. Yes. This is an act that at some level probably indirectly killed people. Yeah. No, like... I mean, if he wasn't already in prison for all the other things that he does, I mean, like, I I wish that he could, like, live for all of eternity in 
a prison sale <laughs> with like no sunlight. Yeah. Because, I mean, $750,000, what is that going to buy? Food for people? Building shelters for homeless people? Clean water. Anything. Yeah. He just directly took that away from people. Yeah. He did that. So, a ton of, and, and this, is, this is the thing, a ton of donations and relief effort money for Haiti during that time period, during those, right after the earthquake and the following couple of years. Yeah. When doing a lot of Haiti donations and benefits and all that was everywhere. A ton of people also embezzled those money. And different relief organizations were criticized for mismanaging the funds, yeah, that sort of thing, and not really helping Haitians yeah. with the money and the vast resources. Because it's estimated that billions and billions of dollars were spent, and it certainly was not used the best way, Yeah, y- you, you could say. So Jack Warner was not unique in that he took advantage of that situation. But it's a special type of scum to actually go and do it. Yeah. Yeah, no. I mean, especially when you're already wealthy. Like, Jack Horner's already set for life in Trinidad and Tobago. Yeah. He's, he doesn't have to do anything else at this point. He has money. Yeah. And I mean, a lot of it. Greed, man. It sucks. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Corruption is just Jack Horner's thing at that point. That's, yeah. that's, that's all I come to. It's his Because I don't think he needs it. I don't think he needs any of that money. No. He just, wa- he just wants to. He doesn't deserve any of he, that money. He just... I he the I feel like the mindset has to be, I can do this, so I will. Yeah, it's like a power thing. Some people play checkers and Jack Warner embezzles funds. Like yeah. like that's 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 what it is. Yes. In 2017, Trinidad and Tobago eliminated the United States men's team from World Cup qualifying, a small measure of revenge for what had happened to TNT 28 years previous. Thanks for bringing that up. Which Jack Warner may or may not have had a hand in. At that time. In July 2020, Jack Warner, still fighting off extradition to the United States, with appeals in Trinidadian courts, announced his candidacy for Parliament once again. Oh my god. Contesting the Bonaire West seat. This time, he was unsuccessful in his bid. Thank god. In TNT's August elections just a couple months ago. And to follow it up, he managed to contract COVID-19 about a month later. While visiting the hospital for a cardiac issue. After being briefly readmitted to the hospital to fight the disease, things looked a little dicey. He's 77 years old. Uh-huh. He's an old guy at this yeah. point. He was subsequently released and isolating, isolated at home while he recovered from the disease. He thanked God for his second chance and for his mercy in allowing him to be reunited with his family and said the following. God has answered... And for that, I am not only grateful, but extremely thankful. Thanks again to one and all. He has, to this day, denied any and all wrongdoing in his career. Yeah. Yeah, as expected. And that's the long and winding tale of Jack Warner. And all the corruption that guy did. Gosh. What an absolute (laughs) piece of crap. (laughs) Ooh, it's just like, it starts funny, and then after a while, it just kind of weighs on your soul how yeah. much stuff he did. Yeah, it is, it, it's shocking how he was able to operate for so long doing stuff like that, and he's still, 
I mean, able to run for yeah. for government, uh-huh. and I'm sure still like pulling some strings wherever he can. Yep. Because it's like a power thing for him. It's yep. disgusting. They always have to bring God into it. Gosh. <laughs> I I just that that's the worst part. That's the part I like the least. They when, when they. They bring uh, the. I hope the Trinidadians punt him into (coughs) the ocean. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) We'll go with that. Man. Uh, The major sources for this extremely long. Yes, yes, yes. This thing. Uh, Kick TV and Howler Magazine. Yep. And George Crazy. Shouts out. Uh, Claire Phipps for The Guardian. The Stabrook News. Dan Palmer for Inside the Games, Jack Warner's official website, where I got his bio. Nice. Michael E. Miller for the Washington Post and the Jamaica Observer. Wow. A lot of sources. There's a ton of sources, but it is There's a so very much long. Stuff. There's so like much a, stuff. It's like a two-hour story. Yeah. That's crazy. And because so many so many articles and things will just give you the, the overview of everything that happened, uh-huh. but then, you know... I, I want to get in digging, yeah. and see what was the specifics like, in this one Yeah, case. what so exactly? I'm, then I'm trying to search back into the actual articles that came out that year that it happened. So I'm not just getting, oh, Jack Warner got arrested and here's everything he's ever done. Yeah. Really, you get two sentences on. Yeah, like bullet points. <laughs> the the Shell Havalanche Center of Excellence. And I was yeah. like, oh, I want to know more about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, absolutely. No, yeah, that, was uh, a, that was a bunch of research. It's, um, I'm, I'm sad that we have two episodes now dedicated solely to Jack Warner, because obviously we don't want to like give him a platform. But <laughs> I, it, these... at this point, I don't think we're giving Jack Warner a platform. <laughs> I think I think that we're we're probably pretty safe in that. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I I hope that more people um, are enlightened by this story and can um, maybe not necessarily like. Uh, we're all limited in like what we can do individual, like on an individual level to fight corruption. Sure. But just like not being that dude and yeah. like being the opposite of, of that guy. Yeah, and, absolutely. And uh, living a life that's uh, more honest and full of love. <laughs> wow, that's good. Hey, I'm here all day. <laughs> you really are. I'm going to start writing poetry, man. <laughs> I'll thank edit. you, thank you for the story uh, and digging into it because I learned a lot of stuff. Uh, I knew a little bit about Jack Warner and all of his misdoings, but not nearly. I mean, like you said, it was very surface level. So to get into it was was enlightening, to say the least. Uh, if you like this episode, thank you. First of all. I guess I should say that first for sticking with us through these two episodes that were a little bit longer. Um, I mean, they weren't any harder to listen to, at least for me. Oh, good. I guess I am a little biased. Hopefully, hopefully that carries <laughs> over to the audience. But if you love this story just as much as I did and you want to continue to support Deadball Brothers, you can leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. Yes, you can. Drop the, give us that five star. Give us a little haiku review. Cinco estrellas. Because we love reading those. We do. Um, We'll give you a shout out on the podcast. We need to we need to get back into reading them. We haven't read one in a while. Well, I don't know if we have any to read at the moment. Okay. Well, we, okay. So All right. All right. that's, that's it's fair. it's that's kind fair. of a two way street. You know. You got it. Uh, other ways to support the podcast are following us on our social media platforms. Yep. We're on Twitter at Deadball 
brothers at deadball pod at deadball pod. at deadball pod is our handle on twitter and instagram and we're also on facebook i guess i had a brain fart there yeah. i don't know what was going on if you search deadball brothers we'll also pop up because that's our name yes but our handle is deadball pod you can email us at deadballpod at gmail.com for any questions or concerns or story ideas or just dropping in and saying hey yeah we like those too we like this too um and if you want to support us financially monetarily um you don't have to give us a brown, unmarked paper bag filled with cash. Please don't, actually. <laughs> We'd prefer not. Yeah, uh, I feel weird about it. We would actually love for you guys to buy some of the sweet, sweet merch that we have in our Teespring Spore. Yes, we store, would. Store? Spore? <laughs> Teespring Spore. <laughs> the link is Makes it sound in... like a, a, a parasitic vegetation. <laughs> yeah. The Spore. <laughs> the link for the store to our sweatshirts and T-shirts and long sleeve tees. Yes, are in the description below. Yes, they so are. So check that out. Check it. If you feel inclined. If you feel like it. Only if you feel like it. I think that's my spiel. I, that is, and it was a great spiel. Ah, uh, thank you. Thank you so much for listening. And thank you to you, listener, for listening uh, and being on this ride with us because it's fun for us and we like doing it, but also we only do it because we know that a lot of you really, really enjoy it and like to listen to it. And we want to continue to keep doing that for you guys. So it's, it's fun for us. And it's also fun knowing that other people enjoy this as much as we enjoy making it. So that really makes it all worth it in the end. And, uh, after that, wow, we really, really went like very heartfelt at the end of this episode. I, it, it felt needed yeah. because this whole story, um, the story of Jack Warner is, uh, soulless. Yes. I would say. So we're putting a little bit of soul back into it. Yes. That's what we're trying to do at least. Here's, here's your uh, daily wholesome content. Yep. yep. But rest assured, in very, very a short amount of time, we'll be back with much more ridiculous things, much more nonsense, much more obscure history of the game we all love. And until that time, my name is Adam Wilkerson. And I'm Drew. And we will see you very shortly. Bye-bye now.